Welcome to Be Ye Hearers. It's a podcast of St. James's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia. Mrs. Elizabeth Berryman McKinney was my sixth grade teacher at White Stone in Lancaster County in the Northern Neck. She was a formidable teacher. Formidable in that she formed us. I can wait. I often accuse the fathers of pinching their children so they had a chance to skip out of the sermon, but it's not the father today. One of the things she told us in those days when we had books and not computers is that when you're reading your book and you want to mark your place, if you bend the page, it's as if you're breaking the arm of your best friend. And I saw my best friend Herman with a withered arm, and I have not done that since 1954 ever again with hurting her breathe down the back of my neck. But the other thing, she was Southern Baptist, as most of my teachers were, and she had us memorize psalms. And her favorite psalm, some of you would say were probably the 23rd, but it wasn't. It was Psalm 1, which we heard the choir sing today. And she loved that part about the trees being planted by the streams and their leaves will not wither and they produce fruit in due season. And she told us that's what we are about. We are to put our roots deep into that stream and, and uh, learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. And with Jesus and good manners, we would be made something in our lives not necessarily in that order. <laughs> and so I have always remembered that song, and I loved the garden. And years ago, when we moved to Lynchburg and bought our first house, we had a three-quarter acre corner lot, and the backyard was a free canvas. And I went crazy. One of the first trees I planted was a sugar maple. Because Nancy was from Vermont. And when you plant trees, as the saying goes, you plant a tree that someone else will enjoy the shade to that tree. You are a cockeyed optimist when you plant trees. Because you will not see them come to everything that they could be. And also, you know, when you buy those little whips of trees and stuff in the garden center, they come with a little, little tag that's going to show you what they will be and what you hope will see, but not in your lifetime. And so you, we go by faith and we plant those trees and we hope that the next generation will enjoy them. Great trees. But we walk by faith. Wednesday, February the 2nd, was the presentation of Christ in the temple. For Mary and Joseph bring Jesus in to dedicate him because he was the firstborn. 
and married to offer two turtle doves because of purification of women. It's also called Candlemas. And in the temple, there was an old prophet named Simeon who had been promised that he would not die until he saw the Messiah. And he sees Mary and Joseph, and he hurries over to them. He takes a young child in his arm, and he says, The nunc dimittis will be used in evening prayer. Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen the salvation. And he hands the child back and says some other things in the Gospel of Luke. But he will not see Jesus grow. He will die. But just seeing the Savior, he knows what will come, and God is in charge. We're planting trees today. These young people, we, some of us, will not see and reach into the full stature of Christ. They may move away, we may move, or God may call us home. But we plant these trees, these young children that Hillary will baptize and God will graft into this community of faith, this body of Christ, St. James's. And like those trees in Psalm 1, that Mrs. McKinney would tell us about, their roots will go deep into this community of faith. And we have in practice and in place that which is necessary to allow them to grow into the full stature of Christ. Church school, children's chapel, confirmation classes, a chance for some of you to become teachers, leaders in a youth group. And we will allow them to grow into the baptismal covenant that each of us have committed to. That's our job. That's our task. And you also say, you know, well, that's, they're the future of the church. I say, no. Their ministry is now. Because you and I, you and I have been set upon, especially for COVID, we've been beaten down, we, we carry the weight of the world, we're not too sure we can come to church or not come to church, wear a mask, not wear a mask, let alone anything else we're going through in our daily lives. We get weighted down. Have you ever, surely I'm not the only one who feels weighted down at times. Or as my friend Sally, one of my pressures in, in Connecticut, who had, on a day like yesterday, she waxed and polished and washed her brand new car, and, and then she went inside to clean up and came back out, and some big bird. <laughs> and she said to the Bible study the next week, she said, you know, for some people, they sing. Some days, you know, you feel that way. <laughs> Stuff is just happening that shouldn't be happening. But there's a point in these young children's lives between probably two and three and six or seven before the, we weigh them down with what's going to happen to them and all the years of school they have to go through and then they have to, and all the other, and they look at, like, God, unending worry. But in that meantime, they're our gift. They're our gift. Because Jesus said, unless you become as a child, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. What's he mean? 
we're going to see it happening. When these young people come back in and go up to communion, watch what they do. They're in awe. They walk up these steps and they notice the height of the chancel and sanctuary. They look around, you know, Hillary and I watch them as they come up. They're looking around, they're waiting, they see the rest of us kneeling down, holding our hands up. They know something's going to happen, especially if they've been there before. They look at all the colors, the candles, and all of our vestments, and the music, and all that's happening. And they, their eyes are open and they are expectant. And then they kneel down, or they're forced, they, most of us are forced to do as they stand there and look, and they hold their hand up and we bring our hands back down and make them do the, you know, left, right, right, left. But when we give them a wafer, most of them will say, thank you. And we'll say, you're welcome. <laughs> Jesus and good manners. <laughs> and it's a good amen. It's a good amen. And then they become biblical literalists. They take the wafer and they remember Psalm 38, verse 4. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And they bite into the wafer, half of it. They move it around, and they look. And the rest of us are gasped, because remember, we were told you can't chew Jesus. You've got to put that wafer in and let the wine wash him down. God forbid you should chew Jesus. And then they finish up. And then when the wine comes, they'll either say, they forget about doing this, and if they drink, in the chalice. They, <laughs> they don't scream, but they peek in to see the wine. And when they drink it, it stops and that savors it on their mouth. They may make a comment. But they take their time and then when they turn around and come back down, you know what they're going to do, and I won't tell you because I don't want to start a tradition. Anybody else, young people hearing this, is going to do something, but they do some things. But they look at us and try to figure out what chalice we drank from. Because we're not joyful. We're pious, and we look like we sucked on a lemon. And they are just exuberant. They have come to the Lord. They recognize they are marked as Christ's own forever. And they're joyful. They have been fed. They have been blessed. And they come back down. And you and I are called to watch them and remember that you and I have been claimed as Christ's own forever. And not forget the joy it is to belong to the Lord. Let us plant some trees. Amen. Thank you for listening to Be Ye Hears. For our full worship service, go to doers.org slash live. To learn more about St. James's, go to doers.org. 
We hope you've been touched by the Holy Spirit today. We look forward to being your companion on your spiritual journey.